0: Welcome to another episode of The State I Am In, a podcast about creativity and the creative process. My name is Benjamin Walker, but you can call me Ben. On today's episode, I am having a conversation with my friend Maria Machen, who is the front person of the band Grawlix. Grawlix have released three albums so far, Good Grief, Eye and Appendix, and there is a fourth called Peeps on the Way. As well as fronting Grawlix, Maria also regularly performs solo under their own name and have released an album called Lepidoptera, which is fun to say. I am going to put links to all of Maria's projects in the episode description. We recorded this conversation a couple of weeks ago in the Quad Derby in an echoey glass room overlooking a noisy market square. So this podcast has a little extra ambience than usual. So I apologize for the sound quality of some of this, but I think the conversation we had was really cool and interesting. And I hope you enjoy this episode with Maria (laughs) Nation.
1: About your early life, a little bit. Sure. Have you always felt like a creative person? Uh, yeah, sure. Like, yeah, I mean, it's like some of my earliest memories was being at uh, infant school. I don't remember much but before the age of uh, ten or twelve, but uh, yeah, it was uh, drawing, I just start drawing, like sketching, not mm. sketching, and doodling. Um, yeah, like that's one of the earliest things I learned how to, to do. Really, yeah, I used to do a lot of that. If I was going of like Car chips and going on holiday and stuff I'd always be scribbling away but uh, I have two older brothers and um, they're always like really creative and they're always kind of off doing their own things yeah. uh, kind of lead me to my own devices so I always used to kind of um, copy them a little bit and like you know.
0: I've never, I've never met your brothers but I remember um, a few years ago so I, I think somebody somebody told me that one of your brothers is kind of a a brilliant dude, like a really. Yeah, he's a, a little chap, yeah, person.
1: Yeah, 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 he's a, he's a
0: top fella, yeah, but very good uh, musician as well. So, so it's a Machin family some sort of glass family situation? <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with that too, uh, actually. <laughs> uh, S- uh, Salinger, it's like, uh, you know, the film Royal Ten Bounds where all the, the children oh, were gifted. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Salinger wrote about the glass family or a gifted Oh, family. right, yeah.
1: Um, well, well, I don't know about that, but. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, I just. Because th- th- they were in bands, and so I used to kind of like just like watch them um, do bands and stuff and yeah I mean it was a bit of sibling rivalry maybe and like a bit of competitiveness and I have still got that a little bit to, but so, yeah just like yeah it kind of started drawing, doodling, that kind of moved on to like I used to make these little comics um, mm. and then that kind of moved on to doing, uh, I tried to do a couple of scripts and stuff, uh, I remember I went to, on holiday to Lanzarote when I was about 10 and all I took was uh, uh, the script of Pulp Fiction and uh, uh, stereo MCs <laughs> <laughs> on the uh, cassette tape. Just uh, how long ago it was, um, but, <laughs> but yeah, through that I, I kind of uh, tried to teach myself how to write a script, uh, which was uh, good fun. Um, but yeah, because uh, I, I kind of had it in my head that I was going to be a filmmaker for up to about the age of like about fourteen, I suppose. Um, yeah, but uh, and then. Uh, uh, music, or music for me. And then that's all that. That's so you, that. you have always
0: been very, you. Um, I mean, because I've, uh, I've known you for about 15 years now. Mm, yeah, a while, you? You're the one person oh, wow. I know who seems to purely emit creativity. Well, thank you. it's so, so <laughs> interesting to see how uh, how you came to be.
1: Yeah, I can't, it's just something I can't help really. I, I just, I'm always doing, well, yeah, because it's like, as. I guess I spent a lot of time on my own when I was a kid, and uh,
0: yeah, like, you get bored and so you kind of come I just did not be bored. I was going to say that those um, activities you mentioned of uh, drawing <coughs> and writing are very insular
1: yeah, that's it, Yeah, I guess I just like spent a lot of time in like, a typical teenager kids, I just spent a lot of time in my bedroom, really.
0: So you didn't gravitate towards performance necessarily?
1: Uh, no, not initially, no. Like, I mean, I've always been a bit of an attention seeker but um, that manifests itself in various different ways, <laughs> um, especially when I was a kid. Uh, but yeah, like well, um, yeah, I'm kind of not really grown up a lot, really, and <laughs> I still, so, I'd still like, make a lot of stuff in on my own just because I've uh, got a very short attention span me to... Would think. you ever exhibit
0: any of the visual um, drawings and stuff? I remember oh. about 10 years ago you were <coughs> um, doing a bit of that.
1: Yeah, I, was, like, I did... Uh, these weird little cartoon things called uh, Three mm. Creatures um, yeah um, but no no really it's something I've fallen out of not really uh, uh, during it's just because I'm uh, just very busy with other things these days but uh, yeah it's, uh, yeah it's good I mean you know it's just even then it's like yeah I mean it's a cliche I suppose um um so I keep looking out the window. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, we're, in, now, we're in a glass room but, yeah. today. So I mean, so. I'm not maintaining eye contact. <laughs> I, just, I do apologise. Uh, but yeah, I just always um, like early on, I, I found it was. Uh, I wouldn't th- thought of it at the time as this, but like as a th- art as a therapeutic tool, mm. um, which, uh, as far as I'm aware, it's only in our lifetime that like, that's become like a a thing, like in terms you know. of like actual therapy like for people I mean I don't know maybe in like institutions and stuff but it's like you know national things like yeah the rise music of therapy. Um, occupational therapy and all yeah things. yeah music therapy and yeah. art therapy and all that which um, maybe I'm sure that did exist when I was a kid but like
0: yeah I wasn't
1: aware of it so yeah I just kind of you know finding things to, that you can vent and things like that
0: I've always um, I've always thought that everybody needs a creative outlet no matter what it is I mean everybody needs something to express themselves even if it's um, never seen by people yeah exactly yeah a or, um, yeah
1: yeah well, well I was going to say maybe put some people need a destructive outlet <laughs> <That's> it. <laughs> well <laughs> okay. it all could be destructive I mean the only reason I mentioned that is because I uh, was looking uh I and Man's yesterday we were looking at um, what are they called uh, Not pain rooms, but they're called, Uh, like, they're just a room basically where you go and smash things up. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a, yeah, I think it's a pattern anger room or something
2: like that. Oh, cool.
1: Yeah, you get get in, like, you put on some goggles and dungarees and stuff and you just have a sledgehammer and... Yeah? So so you
0: feel like pottery and... Yeah, I mean, it's
1: kind of like an escape room, I think, but it's just like, uh, yeah, a place to vent, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but so, no, I, I quite agree. Yeah, you know, we started, we started with uh, say, this old country with
0: the old weather here, but it's the same with the um, repression. Mm, absolutely, been, yeah. yeah. very
1: unhealthy. Absolutely, yeah. And I do, uh, I find myself getting less inhibited as I get older. Um, yeah. And so I do worry I'm going to lose some of that creative energy. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but that's, uh, by the way, I'm not going to go back to being repressed. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. We'll get yeah. on to that in a bit, your wonderful... Butterfly uh, <laughs> transformation uh, in terms of confidence. Um, but for now, um, so what were your kind of artistic influences and um, cultural influences in those days? Uh, when I was a kid? Yeah. Um, uh,
1: yeah, well, I mean, it's. I don't know, really. Um, it's just well, everything yeah, um, is mean, I mean like
0: your early your first book. band well the first band I came to know you through My Psychoanalyst mm. the, yeah. did have a Robert Smith thing going on and a bit yeah
1: yeah well um, yeah well musically uh, yeah, Smiths guess. were a lazy comparison but yeah <laughs> 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 no no I mean uh, uh, well yeah <laughs> 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 uh, I'm bad. Um, yeah well I mean that kind of came later really I mean like uh, early musical influences I, I guess I just got drawn to of like um, uh, mostly it's just the music we brothers listen to mm. uh, which is kind of like guitar music and they against get machine and a little bit of dance music um, Fat Boy Slim and stuff uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, kind of Prodigy and then uh, yeah the and, then, like, as we got, and then I, got, I was in a metal band <coughs> with uh, some friends of mine who are now in a band called Scribble Victory uh, Tom and Jamie who you were also in a band as <laughs> <with? laughs> so, um, yeah we were quite outmoded so that was my brief flirtation with like metal music and rock music yeah. and which I'm not really that keen on these days but uh, yeah and then that kind of led on to like alternative guitar music like uh, yeah like the Cure and Joy Division, and and, uh, yeah a little bit of Smiths
0: and Um, and did you consume a lot of art as well Um, I mean you mentioned Tarantino and Pulp Fiction yeah a lot of that that, I mean
1: yeah I I kind of like so as I say I I had it in my head that I was going to be a filmmaker it was always a filmmaker as well so it was quite broad (laughs) but uh, yeah just like so I just used to like I remember in my formative years, and this is like an actual thing, but there were a lot of like top 10 lists and top 100 greatest whatevers. I assume because it was like the turn of the century. Yeah. So sure. uh, people were like kind of, you know, looking back at the, the previous century. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of like, I remember there was one, there was a lot of like 100 best films and stuff like that. So I kind of made a, an effort to watch most of those. Did um, you manage? Uh, yeah, I m- m- mean, at this point, I think I'm pretty much. Uh, I can't remember which one it was now, but there there are a couple. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I just kind of familiarize myself. I try
0: every every five or six years. I'll like re-download IMDb's top two fifty or something. Yeah, yeah, and just
1: whatever. yeah, just to kind of like familiarize yourself with what with what it's like yeah. with what are, like the big the big hitters, is it? Where so like, yeah. you know, a lot of white guys. <laughs> <But> <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, um, so yeah, like people like Scotty and. Uh, for Coppola and uh Cohen and uh yeah, Tarantino mm, yeah. and stuff and yeah, I just like that kind of geeky, um gangster movie kind of stuff, I suppose. But uh, yeah, and, and David Lynch a lot, obviously. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Who, who hasn't had a David Lynch? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, not many uh not many I didn't seek kind out of many female male directors in retrospect, unfortunately, when I was a teenager, but uh, yeah, that's a uh, I do that's by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so they were big influences and like, yeah. Um,
0: there's a big um, a queer movement, uh, cinema movement as well. Did you <coughs> ever watch many the films from those guys? That kind of like came later really, yeah.
1: People like Derek Jarman and uh, Yeah, and that, um, Jarman. Yeah, like, yeah. Cause it's like... John Waters' high-low art and stuff. Yeah, John like. Waters. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like, it's gone kind of like the same way as with me music really. It's like, there's like... There's what I call like gateway musicians, um, yeah. or bands. Uh, to use a bit of jargonology, <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, and they're like you get into them for a bit, and they're like and they're and they're great, and, and but then they get you into the the proper good stuff. You know, yeah, kind of like uh, so yeah, like so when I was younger, like bands like I don't know Metallica or Radioheads. Like I'm not really that big into them now, but they. Yeah, even, about, uh, yeah, even of, Nirvana. Yeah, uh, even a little bit like got me into other bands yeah. that I now actually prefer. That, um, but uh, apart from well, actually, still really like Nirvana. But yeah, so like yeah. so, I think Nirvana maybe, have
0: transcended it because we we all revisit them in our thirties. Oh no, yeah. fuck, Nirvana actually would good, great. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, which, which is which is nice. You know, cause, <laughs> so you
1: you don't always go back and think uh, uh, you know you always have a
0: kind of time and place with a band or a movie or something. Mm. I think. Uh, that, uh, Rediscovering in an intro was like a revelation it was like four or five years ago I put it back on and I was like oh, actually, no in the intro is a yeah, remarkable record yeah it's, record, it's yeah. one of my favourite records
1: yeah it's it's like yeah, beat poetry and like angry yeah. punk stuff it's great yeah I love it yeah, yeah it's, it's still kind of beautiful yeah. as well yeah and I've like, also like yeah and I was like well it's not kind of entirely relevant but someone like Kubrick is like that for me as well like cause mm-hmm. he's like you can watch his movies over and over again, like, and throughout your
0: life, and you need to bring different things to it. Yeah, he's. Um, yeah. I don't know
1: quite how he manages that. But
0: popular and artistically relevant. Yeah, yeah,
1: but I mean, through him, he, I got and it's not always, you know, there's overlaps. Like, say, so, like <clears throat> being a Kubrick fan has got me into stuff like Wendy Carlos and uh, mm. who else, and um, well, just yeah, you know, like uh, experimental classical music and. A, a friend of mine
0: said that's one of the um, heartbreaks of Morrissey, mm. it was back in uh, you know his uh, formative years, listening to the Smiths in the yeah. early nineties, um, he'd look at the the references in the Smiths lyrics and get into all these interesting and usually quite um, alternative, you know, in terms of lots of queer figures, lots of black figures. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, um, really, yeah. Really you know, this whole world of art opened up to him, and then. <laughs> 20, 30 years later, we're stuck with Morrissey now.
1: Yeah, I that's mean. That's the I, I, tragedy of the thing. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Like, yeah, I was, I was having a conversation, well, I think a lot of people, you uh, know, kind of, uh, milieu, if you will. Uh, I don't use the word milieu very often, but I will do for now. Um, yeah, like, we'll be talking about Morrissey a bit, because, you know, it's the whole, like, do you have to like the artist to like the art, yeah. and that kind of thing, and like, um, yeah, and obviously, uh, I mean, i never really been that big of a Morrison fan anyway. No. In terms of his solo stuff, uh, well, at all, really. But, like, yeah, obviously a, I had a big Smiths period. as most. As, as I was quite late on the Smiths, so I mean, don't, yeah, don't, yeah, don't, yeah, don't no, lose them already. I, I did the, the, the classic cliché thing of yeah. pining on my bedroom floor when I was uh, 16 and I was Smiths. But, uh, yeah, that's rather embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, like... And, yeah, so to have all the become like this borderline lord, fucking alt-right figure at this point like yeah. it's just like it's just depressing like you know it's, but you know i don't know like i mean because the, the, the conversation i had uh, sort of relevant but, but it was uh, at a festival recently a friend of mine was there and um uh, you know the, and the, i'm not sure if it was a Morrissey record it might have been smith's record but like mm-hmm. it came on and it was quite a sort of indie Centric, uh dance yeah. night at this festival. And like, uh, the Smiths came on, and like, everybody apparently didn't know what to do. Like, <laughs> yeah, because there were a lot of people there who weren't, uh, you know, white guys. <laughs> 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 it was like this really kind of uncomfortable moment. Like, it's like it feels like almost at this point, like, you're kind of ostracizing people. Well, not yeah, ostracizing, yeah. but you know, you, 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 it, it doesn't feel yeah. like inclusive music anymore. No, like, you know, because of. That shadow well, I think there, you know
0: yeah. we have to kind of put. I, I, I'd like to think I'd try and put the Smiths in some sort of amber with a big kravat. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because you know we've got this weird expectation now that artists have to be good people historically. Sure. Exactly. And yeah, like, yeah. Um, I'm not saying you should like evil. people <laughs> yeah, yeah, Evil people. Morrissey's views are clearly evil in the <laughs> sure. baron. But I mean, we um, have a moral personal standard for people. I mean, if you only ever have um, listened to a record by somebody you'll go for a pint with, then mm. yeah, yeah, you'll end up with a football Coldplay records and there will be a <laughs> yeah. very sad existence? Yeah, well, what a nightmare of a future! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Obviously, you I mean, you know. And you know, I used to mention Lynch. I adore Lynch. He's not yeah. a very nice person. He's no, no. So, so I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: like, I, I, think it kind of comes down to like just your, your, your personal, thresholds. Uh, I think. Yeah, know. and like and. Being aware, like, you privilege privilege in that, and, like, how... Definitely, yeah. You know, I mean, because, y- you know, you're, we're all free to still like the Smiths, but, like, yeah. it's just being, like, how you deal with that in public spaces kind of thing, like... Yeah, yeah definitely. Because it's, like, yeah, if it's, like... But indie
0: discos will have, like, half an hour to fill if they're not Yeah, and, yeah, if you...
1: I mean, you know, I've been re- hearing a lot about, like, you know, cancel culture and that kind of yeah. thing like, lately, which is, it's not quite got me around, mm. or why feel about it, how I feel about it really. It's a very complex issue. It is, yeah, yeah, and I like, um, but yeah, it's like, I mean, you know, I think, um, probability to time as well is quite mm. important because I mean, Caravaggio was a murderer and like still, he's still up in art yeah. galleries all over the world and, uh, you know, well, I mean, by modern historical standards, lots, modern standards, lots of historical figures yeah, um, certainly. Were you know, bad people, essentially, but you know, that, then you get into what is a good and a bad person. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's extremely a complicated. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I still like a good character painting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know,
0: the, the the thing with the 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 culture of it is like um, it doesn't really allow growth. The weird thing about Morris is he's gone, he's gone backwards. Mm. He yeah, didn't, He like, didn't yeah. start kind of immature and problematic he, he turned into
1: it yeah and he, he wouldn't would be the first person either to the older they get the more they yeah. get either set in their ways or almost become more reactionary at the older they get be, you know for the first person but like it's yeah it's just a shame when that happens when
0: you become more yeah. close minded the older you get it. Billy Corgan's my Morrissey because I wasn't cool enough to like dismiss as a teenager and love oh, smashing right. pumpkins and he turned into a oh um, I don't really um, know much about that yeah Shit back. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so, should, yeah. should we talk about your art? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lovely tangent. Um, um, do you do you like write every day? Do you have a set thing you try to achieve every day in, in creating? Uh, I yeah, I guess uh, I don't know. I I have a
1: terrible uh, memory of a goldfish, which <laughs> is not, um, uh, not as short as I as I thought it was. It's a uh,
0: because you release a couple of <laughs> records a year or a couple of creative projects a year. At the minute, yeah, a Maria one last year. You got your fourth Grodics ready to come out. Yeah, it's um, quite a high level of productivity.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I it, it's quite random really, but like, yeah, most days I'm, I I make something like you know, I like can mm. do a little bit of, but it's just you know, it's just a, a blur of different things that I've gotten that I turn my attention to. And, like, you know, I'm, I'm lucky enough that I'm in a position where I can... Well, there, there are people who can help me, like, facilitate finishing things. Yeah. Because uh, that was the, a big hurdle that I got, had to get over. That's interesting. In my, like, like my, when I turned about 30, I, I, I thought, like... There, there was just so many, like, loose threads and, like... Yeah. That, um, and, yeah, just unfinished projects and stuff. And, like, I made a concerted effort to like be no like if I'm gonna there has to be like at least one project ongoing at any one time that I am working toward finishing do you know what I mean yeah and um, so yeah but like since having that rule I ironically like I just keep
0: finishing lots of things <laughs> so, so um, when you write something you know what it's for Then you know if it's going to be a growling thing or uh
1: well w- when I'm writing it not usually not um sometimes like I'll Put a record together and like mm, there'll be like a, a slot, um, or I'll think that this could do this sort of intro-y sort of song or an outro sort of song, and I'll write to purpose. But yeah, usually it's just write to write and then they together the, when it's yeah, like and then depending on the on my uh unperceived quality or uh, you style, one? you you'll put it in different sort
0: of brackets because I've got a vague sort of. With the different projects I've got going on, I've got a yeah. bracket of what. Do you have any backlog? Do you, do you have like a prince-like vault of unreleased uh, and uh, songs and unused? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I
1: mean, uh, it's not very good, but <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I mean, well, that's kind I've written over like I think since I started writing, I've written like over six hundred songs. I think
0: it's interesting because <laughs> when I talking to Fires um, from Burning Hell, he says he has to write essentially fifty songs to get one that the public then hear. Yeah, so you find out you have cool. lots of non-starters of songs that don't leave the yeah i definitely I, yeah I definitely hear that like yeah
1: i mean that i don't do that purposefully but i, I kind of do end up doing that really because you just end up with like these yeah mm. just you have like 20 it might, it might be quite a 50 for me i don't think but yeah, yeah. you will have like 20 tracks and like you'll just borrow little bits from that d- d- yeah. in order to like which is another really good thing about doing um committing to do like a record because again before I, I would just like write and you, again you'd have all these random songs yeah. um, and each one of them would ha- kind of have a bit that you like, oh I quite like that bit, um, but it didn't really go anywhere. Um, so when you have like a record, like 10 tracks or whatever, you can remember like, oh yeah I remember that little, it could just be a, a sound sometimes Yeah. and you'll think, oh right, I can nip that because I'm not really going to use that song, I can put that into this song mm. and just, so hopefully... The records that you put
0: out accumulate all these ideas and make you know, these uh, interesting That's interesting because it, uh, <laughs> it seems different to the way my psyche seemed to work. Mm, yeah, never, that was very different. Um, yeah, they did that for about 10 years or so? Yeah, yeah. and we had a very limited um, That episode. seemed to be very much writing to gig, and then when you came to making records, it was using what was.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, that, was, uh, yeah that was a very
0: whereas you seem to um you still um gig a lot as Grogix and Maria but seems <laughs> less as the my site it seems more considered
1: yeah yeah like, yeah uh,
0: yeah i think so yeah
1: and it's just um that's just cuz i'm terrible at booking gigs <laughs> 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 um yeah but yeah the, the way that we worked with my site was it would be more like um yeah we would be right together but it would it would be quite especially the the toward the latter end of us being together, um, we uh, would see each other a lot less, so we'd write a lot less. Yeah. But yeah, it would be kind of mostly, as I call, like, we'd say, you know, me having a riff or a little idea and go, they'd go and and then I be going... then Yeah, that, that <coughs> like that, or don't like that, and then, yeah, like, kind of, yeah, and just, um, but yeah, c- kind of writing to play live, I suppose, yeah. but. Yeah.
0: And uh, how collaborative is the Grawlix process? Do you bring in stuff? Do you, do you essentially write a lot of it or do you open collaboration from the other guys?
1: Yeah, well, it, it started out just just me, essentially. Um, but yeah, mm. it's become more collaborative as we go along now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still write all the songs and the lyrics. But yeah, like um, it's just one of the great things about the way it is at the, at the moment. It's like, you know, we'll bring in, people just bring in little ideas and to me the, those are the best things about records it's like um, mm. just those little little bits that like you know uh, that's just like the icing on the cake stuff but yeah. just that really like you know little flourishes that really make it and I think that's really because like you know Robbie is obviously a wizard when it comes to electronics and um, synths and and uh, much yeah, like the sense and stuff. So yeah, yeah. W- with this new record that's coming out, Peeps, uh we've done a lot of stuff on that. And Rich is just such an amazing drummer, percussionist as well, and, and, and a production with it as well. It's just yeah, yeah it's it, that's where the collaborat- collaborative uh, elements come in, kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah. But, um, but they're also good, like because I tend to have a bit of a uh, no filter kind of. Is that right? No filter. Well, I just. I, I throw a lot of ideas, <laughs> and sometimes that can be good, but sometimes it can be like yeah. there's too much going on, kind of thing that we need to like. So they, they can act
0: as like an edit, edit Yeah, essentially exactly yeah, yeah
1: which, which is which is easy. Help. Yeah exactly because otherwise because I like I like reverb as well. So like when you've got you know yeah a hundred tracks and they're all drenched in reverb, it, it, you know you might have like a really cool little I don't know um. Clock should be a line or something. But it's now I'm going to never hear yeah. it because it's,
0: yeah, it's lost in it. Yeah. Uh, what do we do? <laughs> yeah, um, I've noticed your stuff, because the reverb's always been present in all your mm. music since, but it's lessening a little bit. Is thats that... Is that um, because I've noticed the lyrics are becoming ever more presently to the front. I mean, back in my psych days, they were buried under everything. Yeah, and that first was the first Scrawlix record, was it was still yeah. very reverby, but you gave out lyric sheets and stuff. and Oh, yeah, yeah. First time you exactly. could really see just how blue your <laughs> lyrics can be. <laughs> how saucy. But as Scrawlix went on, I noticed <laughs> the, the lyric the, the, the vocals are becoming um, just less reverby. I mean, yeah, more, uh, well, that's. Um, more clarity in what, what you're saying rather than. The melodies and stuff.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I'd like to think I'm getting more confident as time goes on. Um, anyway, and uh, so yeah, I kind of want to put me vocals a little bit more set to stage. But but really, the big uh, like Rich would be the biggest influence on that, I think, because he's just whenever we're recording vocals, he's always like, uh, it reminds me of uh, Diction and uh, Enunciate. <laughs> <laughs> <He doesn't say laughs> but, like that.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. And, He's, he's such a he's great rich because he's such a big burly dude <laughs> but then he's got such a angelic little um falsetto harmony. yeah, yeah and, and he's got he's a, 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 a
1: sweetheart yeah, so, yeah he's, he's, he's but, uh, gorgeous yeah but yeah like so having that makes me you know because it, it is a bit of a I'm realising now it is a bit of a shame sometimes when you have this like thing that you've worked a lot on and then you mm. dance it in reverb and you can't tell what's going on you know or we can't tell what's been said, and sometimes, I mean, sometimes you want that. Sometimes you want it to be esoteric and ambiguous. Yeah. And
0: just the voice is an instrument, kind of thing. But how um, do you uh, dance the line between that, between the abstract and the concrete of what you're doing? Uh, um, it kind of depends on what I'm saying, really. The three like, records are a trilogy, right? The yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, yeah I. It, yeah, it kind of just depends how direct I want to be, into because I think you don't have to be one or the other, like. Um, mm. Like I, you know, I love punk music, and that's a great example. But a great punk music is a good example of like really good lyrics because they're always very to the point and yeah, um, blunt, blunt. Unclu- yeah, blunt, yeah, uncluttered, and usually, um, usually not metaphorical. Um, yeah. but uh, what's the opposite of a metaphor? <laughs> 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 Whatever that is. Um, yeah. Whereas uh, you know, shoegaze lyrics, for example, they're very cloudy and yeah. Um, yeah, esoteric and stuff and you know there's no reason you can't do both I mean because I think you have to try to say things in when you do lyrics you know yeah. that have you know substance and meaning hopefully um, but like in doing so uh, you know you, you, sometimes you want to do that and sometimes you just want to like kind of be more yeah yeah um Analogous and that kind of thing. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, it it depends usually on what I'm saying. If I feel that
0: it, it warrants,
1: you know, attention, <laughs>
0: so especially yeah. not being centered. I think the, the Maria record is like the lyrics are very much clear and upfront, but then that seems a bit more of a pop record, anyway. It seems. Uh, yeah,
1: I guess so. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's a funny one because really I can't know how legible my. Even now, as I'm talking, I don't know. How <laughs> legible what I'm saying is uh, basically so, uh, Yeah, so with lyrics, uh, you know, most of the time people say, "Yeah, I can't tell what you're saying," but like, yeah. but then sometimes they pick out little phrases and sentences. But when, that when you like do, out, you when know. you do know, you can hear it. I mean, yeah, exactly. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah but, but I kind of like that, you know, because like, then it's always like a I don't know, like a real
2: Yeah.
0: Picture or something, I don't know. That means you can play family events with your explicit song. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're not quite pictures. Although
1: I have uh, played, uh, in fact, when I played at your wedding, I did uh, self edit.
0: (laughs) 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 Took out a few of the. uh, f-bombs uh, the it, it, was, it was delightful I remember being very excited when you played Atlas Bear oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: well when you
0: play that in the church, church, church? It's, uh, so it's that's a funny yeah um, funny, that's a funny thing <laughs> people used to play churches a lot for anybody who um, doesn't know back in 2014-15 you played pretty yeah. much exclusively cathedrals and churches yeah that was it yeah yeah I, um, actually, um, I assumed there was like some sort of religious religious imagery <laughs> thing but I uh, spoke to you and you just said it's a totally a reverb thing Mm. Yeah, it's just that, uh, you know, churches
1: are purpose-built to carry a lot of weight and, and, and project, uh, you know, project what, what the so person's saying. What's so. was
0: a period where your style was vicar-esque. Evangelical. Evangelical. So, you not. had some religious symbolism in your music, but then uh, it turns out it's just the aesthetic of the, um, of the river.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, there is, there like... I don't this is probably going to be one of the most pretentious phrases I've used <laughs> but like um, I guess there is like the aesthetics of religion also like yeah. with that kind of thing because like I think with rock and roll music um, it has a long tie in with religious imagery and um, you know like the devil and blues yeah. music and stuff yeah. and you know I don't I mean I'm not religious so I, um, I well sort of an atheist with a small a. I <laughs> don't <Yeah. laughs> that's what I like to so, yeah. But you know, um, but like
0: you, you lean into that transcendental power. of music. Yeah, and
1: and almost like it's to me, it's almost like because there's a song that, that that song got called Out of Spare, and I, the the line in it is uh, uh, it's the devil in me, which uh, yeah, which is a blues lyric. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, but it's almost like taking the devil, almost like like as a, to me, it's like as a mythological character because he's an interesting character, <laughs> <you> <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. and
0: lots of there are lots of interesting. So it's kind um, of uh, Milton Satan rather than uh, the Bible Satan. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Or or what's his face, Uh, Divine Comedy Satan. (laughs) Um, Dante, yeah, but but he was was very religious. uh, But but yeah, like, but it's yeah, it's just something that you can use, you know, like you know, um, to kind of be more emphatic, you know, know, I mean, I'm I'm not used. um, I mean, there is a line uh, in uh, one of the songs of this record where I, I mention God explicitly but uh, mm. yeah it's just, yeah. to me it's just like
2: it's just a, a colour to use yeah
1: but it is something I'm fascinated by religion as well like you know uh, typical atheists
0: maybe <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well it's because it's interesting academically
1: yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's ubiquitous as well you know, and Nick Cave
0: like, uses their origin in the same way he uses them you know as you know uh, figures yeah so yeah. well so that's, that's probably where I picked types. up a lot of it
1: from like um, God is in the House is a great example yeah. of that. like it's it's yeah, this kind of, like, hovering entity that I... I mean, I don't know what Nick Cave's um, religious... Affili- I think it depends
0: year on I've read different... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah,
1: but it's using that, that kind of, that language <coughs> and that pathology to kind of... Communicate ideas and stuff like you know to share. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah is, there's a lot of interest in ideas.
0: Well, no, the, the great thing about religious imagery is it can make abstract things. Mm, mm. Yeah,
1: yeah, and 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 it's yeah. I mean, it's it's powerful stuff as well. It's like, but then I, I kind of tried to like. I mean, to me, religion and mythology. There's a big blurry line there. So. Yeah. Like, um, you know, there's a lot of Greek mythology. I, uh, so, sort of, well, not a lot, but I, I have tried to. Shoehorn a bit of like that in there and stuff like and, and yeah, just like various, you know, religious mm. ideas and you know, idols and that sort
0: of thing. I don't do know. you feel like your songs are becoming more personal, uh, or do you think they've, they've always been kind of somewhat? They've yeah, I think they've always been like. Um,
1: I mean, if anything, I've tried to sort of curtail yeah. certain mm. aspects of like, because, like I say, I've always written as therapy, um, yeah. which I learned as a kid, but the thing with that is is that like um it's almost like I I was uh, saying this to a friend of mine recently. it's like you almost have to write them twice because like when I write something um it's usually very sort of hot on your sleeve and very sort of a well for lack of a better word like (laughs) email basically and uh not that there's a nothing wrong with me but like um yeah so like I kind of have to like rewrite it to make it like just less Maudlin and what I see is mm-hmm. like, um, egocentric and that sort of thing. Like, um, yeah, and and make, and hopefully make it just a bit more uh, <laughs> relatable. I guess <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, like, I've always uh, I, I I kind of think like I don't know. I'm trying to think of examples like. I mean, you're always going to um, divulge some element of your personality when you make art, anyway, but yeah. like, I, I, I don't really see, there's, no, there's very little music outside of, maybe, craftwork. Um, yeah, true, yeah. But there's very little music that I like that is emotionally... Yeah, it's always going
0: to have something of the creator in it. Yeah, yeah, and, and some uh, em- emotional element of that. Yeah. Of that I'm just trying to, of, um, I'm trying to, because my songs are all very overly biographical and trying to avoid that in fiction I write, but mm, you still yeah. find yourself writing uh, about the same stuff that you were obsessed with in the biographical stuff it's just you know
1: sure yeah yeah but different. I mean I mean those things are important too I think because mm. like that's you can, you can
0: change the situation but still write it about
1: you know yeah I mean I mean because I remember like one of the big influences me at one point was uh, Kimya Dawson oh yeah and like her lyrics are just so just diary. Stark and yeah. like you know, and just you know, you, there's lines and they, you almost wince because of how like yeah. deeply personal they and I and I love stuff like that. So I, I do try to throw lines in like that in there as well. Like but it's almost yeah. too it's almost too much information, but like but then that kinda of makes it feel more, more personal as well. So, yeah, that, so you kind of feel more you know, yeah, like um like closer to the, the person singing it. I I've not checked them with Kimia for a while, I'm not no, I mean, to yeah, yeah,
0: but yeah, no, yeah, I'm not sure she has obviously but yeah, she's She's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I want uh, I'm kind of obsessed at the minute with the idea that artists, because uh, of social media, are now expected to market themselves. Mm-hmm. I think in the last year or two, you've kind of come more active in doing that mm. is that something you feel you 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 enjoy now or is it kind of a pain to you know because you're quite a um, introverted person yeah can be, yeah. um and but then when you're on stage as well I want to talk about this the difference between you on stage and in your everyday day-to-day life sure, yeah, yeah, you, sure. do you get nervous before you perform uh,
1: I, uh, not as much as I used to but uh, yeah yeah still sometimes mm-hmm. yeah, depending, uh, yeah I mean I uh, yeah I've been been doing it a long time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it was all, all on scrolls around here, um, no <laughs> uh, Yeah, I, I do get, I mean, back in like early Massive days, yeah. I, uh, I used to like throw up before most gigs, like you know, uh, which is just a little gross bit of information
2: for you. <laughs> I, think, uh,
0: <laughs> I think Cal told me, or maybe it was Tom told me a story once about a gig you in Birmingham where you just disappeared for a couple of hours and then found you in a bar to sort of bring you back oh yeah no, yeah that one yeah then I uh, I, if it's the same gig I think I'm talking
1: about it's, it's the drunkest I've ever been in a gig uh, I don't know why i have saying near this but yeah be what I've been drinking all day and uh, yeah I, I fell backwards into the junket as I hit the first card
0: <laughs> you kind of <laughs> miss those days not the drunken days but the the boy the, the, the of rock and roll bands. yeah the crazy rock and roll <laughs> <laughs> crazy rock and roll days <laughs> but
1: the thing is it's, it's not very really good for you and it's like uh, yeah, it's uh, quite self-destructive but but yeah, um, but yeah like, I think it's, it's just familiarity really, like, you know, most gigs kind of, you never know quite what you're going to expect, but like, you can have a general, as long as you know what
0: you're doing mm. to some extent. Um, You've got some control over it. Yeah, yeah, and
1: that's, that's it, it's about like, it's about control, it's about, it's, 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 it's coming back. It's interesting extent.
0: actually, because you know, you mentioned that, the old My Psych noisy days when you had Danny Martin and the, the gigs would be very aggressive and loud. <coughs> I think the, the transcendentalism you achieve these days mm. is more um, real and satisfying. I, I mean, think does, I think yeah. it's more of a moving experience. That every Grodex gig I've seen mm. is a, um, it seems to be have a transcendental element to it mm. and nobody has to throw up or be really drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, because it, it's like, uh, yeah, it's quite, I don't know, a better word like meditative, I suppose, and mm. like, you know, it's quite yeah. And in, in many ways, it's quite relaxing. And yeah, and uh, yeah, and I'm not quite like, yeah. It's just a lot more I don't know, good. <laughs> 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 not that my site wasn't good. That's I, I enjoyed my cycle a lot, but uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's good stuff. But anyway, yeah. Um, uh, but to uh, social media. Um, oh yeah, so oh, um, yeah, of course. course. Yeah, like I, it's I kind of avoided that kind
0: of thing really because it's like. Because um, you've, cause you've um, yeah, it's a kind of a horrible thing to have to, to, to do. I kind of resent the fact that you've, everybody's got to yeah, be so I, I, promoted. Promote yeah, I, promote I, I, I definitely
1: it. used to feel the same way, but like, since doing it, I've actually found I really enjoy it. I mean mm. the thing is it's like in order to be uh, effective with that, you have to do it a lot more consistently than I do it, yeah. which is just you know when I have something to post and I think.
0: You're probably the most photographed person in, in Derby. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's my fault
1: entirely. <laughs> but no, no, I mean, like, that part of it is, like, just a really fun opportunity to just take some daft pictures and, like, uh, yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. but I kind of, like, you know, it's, I mean, I've, I've found, like, in doing, like, little life events and stuff, it's, like, quite a good way of announcing things as well, which um, mm. which I don't know, I don't know whether that's, I mean, I guess we live in a very individualistic age, and uh, I don't find that entirely a bad thing. Um, mm. But yeah, like, so I do, I do feel like I have to have something, you know, I, I, I don't tend to put, oh, I like putting up those things, but like, I don't tend to do that as much, I think, I, I tend to like, you know, have a thing... That I like that. I want
0: to put yeah. Out. I think that's I think you strike the balance well because um, you do like say every time you post something, it's to say something or right? yeah. to have something to, but know. then I, I should do that every day. Um, because but then that's, what do you say?
1: Well, this is it. I mean, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> 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 I don't know if the... I, I don't know. I mean, I if, just, you, if you
0: if you if you burn all the thoughts on the uh, on the old Facebook, there, what are you going to write about? Well, this is What's it left as well, yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: There's, a, there's such a thing as creative burnout, I think, but uh, Yeah, and it's like, but I, you know, I have very few, like, Instagram followers or whatever, so, like, it doesn't really, it's just a bit of fun at at this point, really, and, like, yeah, and it's it's a good way of promoting stuff as well, and, like, Mm. I mean, you know, I think, I don't know if it's because I, because of my uh, age or whatever, but I I was talking to Cal about this at one point, like, you know, we grew up, well, Mm. we're similar age, we kind of grew up, like, I feel like either end, just bef- well, well, as the internet was happening, but like yeah. our childhood wasn't like what a lot of kids have to go through now, which is like they have things that they um, are going to be posted up for, to the internet, and it's going to be there forever. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, and I don't have that, and like you know, um, I think I got on Facebook when like two thousand seven or something. Yeah. So you yeah. still remember
0: mobile phones pre-smartphones and, yeah and, 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 and you know
1: and, and so like and I think so I still have that kind of thing where I well I mean it just goes back to what my mum used to tell me all the time which is think before you open your, open your mouth and like, <laughs> I, that kind of reticence is I think it's relative to like there's repressive elements there um, yeah. or elements of repression but like because I wish I could be as sometimes as like open with my personal thoughts and opinions on things, as some people are, but that's just, it's just not how I am really, I just like, I, I like to put up things that like, you know, I, mm. I, I don't know, it's a, it's a weird one, like being, the w- being opinionated in public. Yeah, you know, the is, way I've, you know, I've often
0: found a lot in the last two years, I'll, 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 something will happen, I'll have a thought thing. I'll just make a great Facebook post, so <laughs> <wait through laughs> it's halfway through writing funny. it. Yeah, (laughs) and then just delete it, and you feel better for it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And
1: and like when you, and also, you know, I really should take Twitter off my phone because I I barely post on it, and like
0: it's it's so so overwhelming.
1: Yeah, and it's it's toxic. There's a lot of toxic
0: shit on there, and it's like,
1: and there's a lot of people just saying a lot of not very nice things, and or reposting not very nice things. I mean, like you know, I.
0: It's just an ocean of negative energy yeah. and stuff
1: and like I don't know if there's a word for this but like I thought I'd found a phrase for it but like um, it, it actually means something else I um, uh, found a phrase recently which is um,
2: uh, online uh, online self-harm or something like that right.
1: sounds a bit it, yeah, yeah. you know harsh and thought, but yeah that is something else which is uh, it's, it's very grim so actually don't look that up <laughs> <You edit> that <laughs> that but um yeah but there's like a thing that I do like well I will go into like if because I, I follow a lot of transgender people on Twitter yeah. um which is actually to be fair that that part of it's actually pretty great because like you feel like there's a lot of emboldening posts and stuff like that, which is really cool yeah. um and very inspiring but like but occasionally there will be they'll be posts, uh, whatever it is that that swimmer uh showing somebody and uh, uh, she's Said a transphobic thing uh, last year, and, or JK Rowling, what yeah, happened yeah. recently, obviously. Um, and yeah, and then you go down this rabbit hole of like, you know, finding out all this toxic shit, and you find out this thing <laughs> like, called Momsnet and stuff. <laughs> it's just <laughs> a lot of like very transphobic uh, opinions. And so, yeah, it's just like, I mean, I see the activist side of Twitter and things like that, and I think that's like really. Again, that can be really inspiring, but like, mm. but it just th- th- there's a phrase I came across, which was like just the chorus of hate, and it's like I, <clears throat> I don't know. if That's a good thing, to, but it, I don't know. I think um, it's complicated.
0: It is. It's really complicated. <laughs> I think we it, we we have to operate from a position of like of love and respect for one another mm. in, in every. But then, when you're inundated with the negativity of the internet, mm. it's then hard to not be affected by that. Exactly. And it becomes and if, a battle position. And,
1: yeah, and if I felt like I was adding to that as well by saying yeah. negative things about people, or specifically about p- people, or I mean, I think the most extreme thing I ever said was like. Hashtag fuck the Tories or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. And I, I even felt a little bit bad about that. I mean, I mean fuck the Tories, but like, you know, <laughs> I feel like I'm just I'm just adding to the stockpile of shit that's just kind of yeah. making people more unhappy. But I, I don't know. Yeah, it's,
0: it's, 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 I don't think so. I think you're doing uh, a lot of good in the world. Thank <laughs> <Okay>. you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what what's, what's the, you've got this new album coming out, Heaps. Yeah. Uh What's yeah. that about?
1: Uh, it's about um, it's about friendship <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, friends and, and such.
1: Yeah, I uh, well, and uh, I've kind of vaguely got this idea. At the moment. Uh, so the last So have and the last three records we did uh, were on the uh, broadly speaking on the subject of grief. Um, so at this point, I've got kind of. I've got this vague idea at this point about like doing like a trilogy of trilogy albums Oh yeah, you
0: George Lucas on
1: us Yeah exactly, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> full star um, So loosely speaking, this trilogy uh, is going to be kind of like about love and that sort of thing and, uh, anyway, Which I did, I told that to, mention mentioned that to a friend of mine and he anyway, went, ooh, <laughs> 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 what are you doing that for? <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I because the last film we uh, made was uh, about death, which is, uh, I don't know if you know, but it's a bit of a grim topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so I, I thought, okay, well, I want to do something bit, a bit more, bit more positive and something about love. And, yeah. okay, well, So what's my, up to that point, uh, my most profound experiences of, of love was, uh, was, was with my friends. And uh, yeah, and, I, and friendship is a very important thing to me. I don't think I'd be here, frankly, if I
0: could. If you you I'm, you objectively have a strong network of friends because you know everybody in town loves you. Oh, shut sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it Must have got to know me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe paid to be able to stay quiet all this time was paid
1: off. Makes <laughs> sense. No, exactly. But yeah, so so that idea of kind of that was the initial sort of impetus about like writing about like you know, friends and that, and then I kind of like looked, looked into it a little bit and like, find that like, you know, the, the main thing that kind of comes uh, across to me from like, things that are music about friends and friendship and such is that it tends to be a little bit uh, cheesy, basically, mm-hmm. would be the, the, the correct phrase, um, which is fine, uh, you know, I mean, Queen, the You're My Best Friend song, it's a great oh, song, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, so, but, yeah I, I knew I didn't want to do something like, you know, that would make... My friends feel uncomfortable, so because like, uh, I had a couple of friends in mind specifically who have helped me out uh, a lot in my life. Um, you don't have to mention my name. No, no, yeah, we'll <laughs> be, 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 keep, keep that stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they know who they are. I, I, mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, are, you, are you doing a physical release for Peeps? Uh, it's just going to be digital uh, this one. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, but that's kind of freed us up to like you know spend a bit of money on some of the things and like. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so like it's got this kind of vague um, plot, essentially, of like two friends who go out on a just a night out together, and uh, in a sort of dystopian world, mm. and uh, they have chats about uh, about things, and it's like the the idea I had was that it's like two people, uh, two friends, against this backdrop of like these big scary things that are going off. Um, yeah. So like, a lot of the so we did a uh, single over the <coughs> um, summer called uh, Epicene and that song is about gender, uh, which, which gender is a very interesting topic, but of course would be quite daunting and yeah, lot big big thing a hot potato at the moment. Um, but yeah, so like other um, songs on the record, uh, there's one called uh, This Is Real, which is about like reality and what people think about what reality is. And, Sorry, if this is all sounding a bit pretentious, yeah. but <laughs> and then there's the the last song on the album that I got choir for, which I believe you were you there for um, no, that? Um, I was
0: on I was on Good Grief, weren't they? that choir. I think I might yeah. be uh, washing my hair that Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't blame me. Um, but yeah, yeah like right. that
1: one is about like nihilism and uh, yeah. And, like, oh, I should be on a
0: nihilism choir. What well, <laughs> <well. laughs> um. <laughs> It's a really it's a really bitter choir. Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> point. Um, no, I was very happy to join in the crowd vocals for Good Grief. Mm, and yeah, it, yeah, there no. remains the uh, finest uh, records. to have my name in the liner notes. Oh, sure. so I'm grateful <laughs> for that.
1: Don't, don't let me but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, yeah that, that's the general that idea about Peeps. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's, uh, yeah, I'm very excited for to hear it. I, I, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And you seem to be gigging a lot around it. Yeah, I've got like
1: a little talk coming up, which is... Uh, well, oh, uh three day tour so for playing for get in is um in London. Cool. At, uh, uh on, the, on Valentine's Day, which would be nice. And then play Rough Trade on a Saturday in Nottingham and uh, yeah, and playing Oxford, uh a place called the Library, I think. Uh divine Schism, on the Sunday. Yeah. So I'm
0: gonna be in Aked. But cool. so I've got I've got some holiday time <laughs> <laughs> Well, i look forward to seeing you. I mean, um well, the last couple of times I've seen you, uh, it's been mostly festivals, I think. So you hmm. Hustle, oh yeah, I um it. and and um, indie tracks, of
2: course. Mm. Yeah, That's
0: yeah, cool. that
1: that was a, that was really cool. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it's good. Got a bit, uh, got a bit emotional. Yeah, <laughs> <do> you, <laughs> sure everybody did
0: I do apologise. It's, it's the thing, like, say, of, you know, everybody um, loving you so much and seeing you come so good. And uh, made a trans- transcendental experience, an emotional experience. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's it. Was the first time I've ever uh,
1: got tearful on stage. In fact, which uh, I didn't. I didn't not enjoy it. <laughs>
0: it was <laughs> fun. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, We we did indie tracks a couple of years after Fourteen, I think, or maybe fifteen. Um, feel feel like we did well, but nobody cried. So I think you got oh, that. Yeah, got yeah, that I mean, to be honest,
1: it's it's uh, I have mixed uh, feelings about when people because uh, it's happened more than once where so people have told me that I made them cry, and I'm not sure how <laughs> to react to that still. So like, yeah, I think. Um, Sorry. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I've
0: made you uncomfortable a few times in the pub by uh, by referring to was the, uh, the only uh, bona fide genius that that I know of the friendship group. Shuts. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll end just by saying that I do think you are a shimmering brilliant person. Well thank you very no, much. I love you okay. very much and thank you for talking to me. Well I, I, I love you I nothing I care about
2: The difference is in to make one such for an um
0: that's another episode of the state i am in done with i'd like to thank maria again for talking to me what a beautiful mind and a beautiful person and an incredible talent they are i feel incredibly privileged and grateful to know such a wonderful person um i highly recommend you go check out maria play either on their own or with the band growlix it's always a wonderful experience and i check out their albums on spotify and bandcamp Links in the episode description. And I'll talk to you guys again soon. Thanks for listening.